Scale Well Podcast. How to use technology to scale your business. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Scale Well Podcast. I'm Phil Bean, not here with my co-founder, Matt Gamble, which is going to be really unusual for a lot of you. I apologize in advance. It's just me today, but I have a great guest to help fill in the blanks where Matt is usually filling in and providing some insights. So really excited today to talk to Lisa Darty. She's the founder and president of the Medical Fitness Network. She's founded her own fitness business, Whole, Fit, Whole Body Fitness. Um, I think she founded that in 1999. Is that right, Lisa? Uh, yep. Okay. And, and you serve clients of all ages there. Um, you have specialty certifications to work with those with spe- specific medical conditions and challenges. And not too long ago, you launched something which I'm excited to really dive into today. Um, the Medical Fitness Network, and even more recently, the Medical Fitness Foundation, which I hope we get to touch on a little bit. Um, but I really appreciate you joining me for a quick conversation here. Um, welcome, and we're glad to have you. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. So I want to just take it from the top. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard about you and the work you're doing, um, love to just hear kind of how you got started in the fitness industry, where it all comes from, and you know how, how your career has kind of gotten to where it is today. Sure. Um, well, when I got out of high school, I was uh, in the securities industry, stocks and bonds, for 16 years. And I had an opportunity in my 30s to go back to school and um, change careers. And after being in the securities industry for 16 years, I was uh, ready for a change. And at the time, uh, my dad uh, was a two-time cancer survivor. And I've always been interested in the fitness. And um, University of California, Irvine, used to have a, a two-year fitness instructor program. Uh, and what was really cool about it, it was taught at a teaching medical university. And I got to work with cadavers, for example. Ah. And because I was in that you know, medical university environment and I had a, a father with cancer, I was just really interested in how can I help those with health challenges, have a better quality of life, you know, prevent, treat, rehabilitate. And so when I got out of school, this was before there was even the internet, I started Whole Body Fitness. And it was really challenging for me to grow my business the first year because there was no internet. I was actually putting flyers on cars, doing a mail. And, you know, my first year in business, I made $18,000 and I wanted to quit and go back to the securities industry where I made, you know, lots of money. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I decided I'm going to hang in there, you know, another couple years. And then, you know, the internet was born and I got a website. I think I was one of the first fitness professionals to have a website, you know, 20 years ago. And really started my business took off with, um, you know, the help of, uh, you know, the internet. And by year three or four, I was making well over six figures a year and was in quite demand because there wasn't many people doing what I was doing. And I got a lot of referrals from uh, UCI because I I went to that program. I I knew the doctors there. And they felt like they could refer in confidence uh, to me because of my education. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went on to uh, get certified by American Council on Exercise because it seems like in the fitness industry, you need to get an industry certification regardless of the college. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, I did. And uh, so over a period of, you know, two decades, that's how long I've been doing this, um, 
I found that my website, I was getting emails from all over the United States asking if there was someone like me near them. You know, my daughter has type 1 diabetes. We live in Washington, D.C. Can you recommend anyone in the D.C. area? You know, my mom's mm -hmm. a breast cancer survivor. We live in San Jose, California. Can you recommend anyone in this area? And I kept wondering, well, where are all these trainers? Why is everyone coming to my website? And, you know, and so what I did back in the day is I would call different education companies that had disease courses and ask them if they sold any courses in, you know, diabetes in Washington, D.C., because I would have a lead for somebody. Mm -hmm. And I was doing this for several years, and they were cracking up saying, like, well, why is everyone emailing you? And I said, well, I don't think these fitness professionals have websites or they don't have enough SEO that Google's ranking them. You know, even if trainers do have websites and they do work with someone who's a breast cancer survivor, I don't think they have enough SEO that Google's going to rank breast cancer personal trainer, you know, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, they're, they're jealous fitness professionals all over the country right now listening to this story. But go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> So, and I had tons of content, you know, I had a really strong business background because that's what I did for 16 years and I put that into personal training. So anyways, I was friends with a couple doctors from UCI and I was telling them this and they always thought it was funny that everyone's emailing me as well. And so one of them sat on the board of the National Arthritis Foundation and he had learned that they were going to drop all their resources for exercise on their website which he thought was crazy because he sports medicine. And he approached them and said, you know, people that have health challenges or diseases or conditions want to work with fitness professionals. And I know this firsthand because I know a fitness professional that gets emails from all the United States. Um, he said, so I think it's important that we offer resources for those with arthritis. He says, well, what if I worked with her and we created a registry of fitness professionals for the Arthritis Foundation and we, you know, donated it, would you add resources back up to the website. And I think it took them all bit like 10 minutes to say yes. Oh, you're going yeah. to do all that it, it's for free? <laughs> so, so, anyways, he came back to me and he asked me if I would help him with this project. And I figured, well, I'm kind of doing this anyways. Uh, so, sure. And I said, well, you said we were going to donate this. How are we going to do this? Because we have no money. And I don't right. even know how to build a website that's that big to service a foundation and database. I don't know any of that stuff. So he said, well, why don't we get some college students from UCI in the you know, business class or IT department and they could build the website and you could help with marketing. And, and I'm like, wow, this is really scary. But, you know, count me in. It sounds fun. We have no money. We're going to have college students build a website and we're going to donate it. And, okay, sounds good. I love it. So, <laughs> So, you know, we, we bought the name Medical Fitness Network and started building the website and the Arthritis Foundation decided that they really liked the idea and would we include in this registry other allied health professionals. And, you know, we already got the name Medical Fitness Network. I was already focused on the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. And I said to the one doctor and I said, well, this sounds good, but I don't know how to reach chiropractors, acupuncturists you know, dietitians, and our name's Medical Fitness Network. <laughs> right. So how do, you see, how do you see all this working out? And so we had Dr. David Cruz join our team, and uh, he's our chief medical officer. And what's really special about David is he does all the athlete care for uh, USA Gymnastics. Mm -hmm. And he loved the idea. 
And so many of our founding advisory board members for this project were people from the Olympics. And they all decided, you know, we had the, the massage therapist that worked on Michael Phelps, you know, the physical therapist who worked on Misty May, the chiropractor that worked on, you know, whatever team. And those are all the people that joined this project. And they all started helping reach out to their industries, and they got, you know, their girlfriend who does graphic design. And this whole project was volunteer-driven, uh, mostly for the first couple years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since my passion was cancer, I said, well, you know, I'm glad to do this for the Arthritis Foundation, but I really want to reach out to any cancer foundation that doesn't offer resources for, you know, exercise, allied healthcare. And, you know, the, some of the people on the board had family members that had other diseases, MS, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. So we decided since we have this big platform, let's go out and reach out to every foundation in the United States that doesn't offer resources for exercise or allied health care. And let's offer to donate this project to them. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, that's what we did, and it grew bigger and bigger. Our website's now 2,000 pages of content, and um, we work with many of the top uh, medical and health organizations in the United States, and our goal is to donate this project to, you know, 100 of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, along the way, I, I guess i got to fill in a gap of, you know, how we did this without any money. <laughs> right. Well, that's definitely going to be a question people are, are going to have. Um, it's just amazing how far this has come um, already. Can, can you give us kind of a timeline a little bit as well? So you're having these conversations with folks to get this started out at UCI. Um, is that around, what was it, 2013 or somewhere in there that we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. It, exactly. It was the summer of uh, 2013. And through the rest of 13 and throughout 14 was the building of the website because mm-hmm. we had to, we picked three people in each industry to sit on our board and we had to figure out, you know, how we're going to reach their industries, how we're going to screen their industries. We need content from all of their industries. And so the first year and a half was just a bunch of work um, <laughs> without any, you know, monies or anything coming in. And, you know, we decided that you know, the way that we were going to monetize this project is we can't make it volunteer-driven forever because, you know, that people would kill each other, is that um, the professionals that joined this registry that wanted to get referrals from the Arthritis Foundation, Zero Cancer, Alzheimer's Prevention, and, you know, all the our foundations, that we would charge them, you know, about 100 bucks a year. And they would get a page on our website. And, and get in front of these foundations because, I don't know if you know this, Phil, but for you know, decades, and this goes back to the 1940s and, and 50s, there's all these medical and health organizations like the American Heart Association and the Diabetes Association, and now there's Michael J. Fox Foundation. They all tell people that they should exercise and diet, and that's it. They don't send them anywhere. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it, it, is, it is amazing. And this just started happening in the last five years. If you go back to any of these, they always said, you know, they're all powered by pharmaceutical companies, you know, Amgen, Pfizer, Baxter. Mm-hmm. That's who powers all of these, you know, uh, patient organizations. That's what uh, the doctors of this project will tell you. I call them medical and health organization partners. Mm-hmm. And because of the changes in healthcare and Obamacare um, over, you know, the last, you know, five to ten years, we know prevention. We know exercise is important. So now they're all saying you should exercise, but they don't tell people what to do or where to go. Right. And 
And, you know, we don't want to pick a fight with them. We just, you know, pretty much we, we know you don't do it. It's okay. We're not mad. Step aside. We're going to do it for you because you need to have resources. It's amazing yeah. when it gets to that point where you have all of these organizations basically getting to the same to the same level, just saying, okay, we realize that exercise is the key to all this. You can manage most of these diseases or conditions with lifestyle and just yep. go do it. We give you no solution to that, to that problem right there. Um, so it's remarkable that there was just such a void. I, I'm still blown away every time I think about what you guys do. Um, that there just wasn't some solution to this out there yet and that you were able to fill in this enormous gap. It, it is. It's amazing that there's, we have no competitors, mm -hmm. okay, because it's such a massive project. And we're so many years ahead of anybody even trying to put together. I mean, our website was valued at a couple hundred thousand dollars like a year ago mm -hmm. um, at its current state. And now I don't even know to replace this project would be, you know, a half a million or a million dollars for someone to create all these relationships, you know, staff it, build it. Um, our searchable databases are amazing because we had so many people volunteer um, to build them. I mean, our back end is enormous. It's really amazing. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, you know, exercise, um, you know, helps prevent, treat, rehabilitate any chronic disease, medical condition in the United States, and our nation's having a health crisis. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how serious it is. You know, I sent you over some stats um, before the call that there's, you know, 100 million baby boomers in the United States as are uh, people 50 and old, older. I'm one of them. And in the next uh, 12 years, they're going to be 65 and older. So 30% of our population is going to be 65 and older. And most of them right now, according to the CDC, 80% of them have chronic disease, medical conditions. And 50% have two or more right now. That's amazing. So if we're going to have these people be able to perform activities, a daily living, um, or just live independently, because we're living longer now. We're living to our 90s. Yeah. And right now we're, we're sicker and fatter, I, mean, I hate to say it, than ever. Yeah. And, and, and something needs to be done. And, you know, there are a lot of people in the fitness industry have, you know, talked about exercise as medicine and that we need to do this. And, and I've been a professional for two decades now and, and no one has done anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to say, so I just figured that I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still can't believe that it's me. Just, I'm just. I'm just a trainer, I used to tell people. I'm just a trainer with curly hair. I live in Newport Beach. And, you know, I, I just have a passion. And, you know, and, and I have to add that, you know, while we're doing all this, um, the Huffington Post featured us uh, last February mm -hmm. um, and interviewed me because they just couldn't believe what we put together in such a short time and how massive and big and the level of volunteerism. Yeah. Is that the, um, is that the yeah. usual reaction you get to when you, when you tell people about the medical fitness network? Like, Oh my God, of course. Why aren't more people doing this? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they, I guess they kind of knew that, it, you know, and everyone knows the problem, but no one knows that there's no like solution or, or, or registry. And what's really great is, you know, this registry is by invitation only. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people come across, we get people, 
um, you know, organically who find us and they sign up and so forth. But basically, we've been trying to reach nine different industries to find out who has education or services. Uh, it's the background and treatment of the top conditions our nation faces. And, you know, that's Alzheimer's and arthritis and diabetes and MS, Parkinson's, stroke, um, cardiovascular disease, um, osteoporosis. And right now, you know, I picture my mom on the internet, which is really frightening. And, uh, you know, she's in her 70s. She's had double knee replacement. You know, my mom could lose weight. Um, and she has other health issues. And she has a lot of pain. And she'd like to find an acupuncturist because mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't want to take all these pain meds. And I keep telling her, well, mom, just go on there. And she says, well, I don't know what to look for. And I don't know what they charge and if they take my insurance. And I think a lot of people think that. Yeah. So if they can go a place and find, you know, all these, we, I guess we used to call them alternative healthcare practitioners. Right. But that's now like a, a no-no. It's now they're allied. Mm -hmm. So you could find a place, a directory of allied healthcare that's had real education in disease, not, you know, doing, you know, there's a bunch of practitioners out there that don't have any education and they call them, you know, whatever or they offer services. And that's not with this directory. This is to really help consumers and uh, patients and doctors to go and find a practitioner and see their photo and what they charge and what, what schooling mm -hmm. that they've had. Um, and so I think it's a really valuable um, resource. And, um, uh, I, you know, another cool thing about this project that, you know, people may or may not know, but we were acknowledged by the White House mm -hmm. in uh, May and as a champion of change in the United States. We were a finalist for this project, trying to make exercise of medicine because we are having a health crisis and an obesity uh, epidemic. So, um, you know, we want uh, professionals to know this project exists. So I'm really excited to talk to you and, and have your audience uh, hear about this project and, yeah. and be part of it. Yeah, they, well, they need to hear about it. So yeah, we're excited to get it, help you get it out there. Um, well, let's talk about it. There are so many things to dive into here that I'm going to try to stay focused, but I always have a problem with that anyway. Um, so you talk about, you know, the value to the consumer is obvious, right? You can go and actually find someone who knows how to manage the disease or the condition that you're dealing with. But there's also an important value proposition to doctors and medical uh, practitioners out there. Can you talk about like how, how they benefit from this network as well? Um, sure, I'd be glad to. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, we're uh, actually, uh, you know, one of the things I, I delayed the call for is that we're in talks with like the Mayo Clinic. Mm -hmm. And they're very interested in this project because they have five campuses um, across the United States. And, you know, uh, people fly there and then go home. And then what do they go home to? And so that's just one example of how, you know, the doctors are interested in this project. Because another thing, too, is um, it's called bundled care. Mm -hmm. And this is with insurance. So if someone has, you know, knee or hip replacement, the insurance will pay, you know, so much for them to have the surgery, PT, and then get them out of the system or cardiac rehab. And I think physicians are really interested in this network because if they can refer to a qualified fitness professional 
so that they can get the patient through the system into a fitness professional to do anywhere from cardiac rehab to hip knee replacement recovery, you know, fall prevention if they have Alzheimer's. That's of very much of interest um, to the physician. Mm. And it's really hard for them to just, you know, pick one professional in their um, area to refer to. I know that was one of your questions about, you know, doctor referrals. Yeah. You know, if they refer to a, a practitioner and if that practitioner would hurt their patient, you know, they're going to be probably liable. Right. Um, and so if a physician can refer to a directory, that provides a layer of insulation between them and their patient could pick whoever they want. And, yeah. you know, even though we screen professionals, we do have a disclaimer that, you know, we did the best we could. Contact your doctor before you start an exercise program. Trust me, we thought of all those things uh, to do that. So that's why these medical and health organizations can refer with confidence to this registry and have that layer of insulation um, between, you know, them and the practitioner. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Anything that limits a doctor's liability while still providing what, you know, they think their patient needs is such a huge benefit to them. Um, I can just feel the collective sigh of relief going out everywhere. Um, but just to keep to keep things moving along, we were seeing this kind of big trend from our perspective, and I love that you 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 talked about your picturing your mom on the internet. Um, that image, first of all, just cracks me up. But secondly, I, I go back to not to talk too much about ourselves, but when we're getting started and we're a technology company and trying to decide how do we make a health tracking application as usable as possible. The first person we go to is my co-founder, Max's dad, who's in his uh, early 70s, and what, at least loved the man, but he's the least tech-savvy human being on the planet. And a good chunk of our research was literally just sitting down with him and saying, hey, try to track some stuff <laughs> and seeing what happens. I think that's so important to focus on that type of user experience. Oh, yeah. We did a lot of beta testing when you talked about the timeline, the first year and a half making the website. And we had a beta tested for professionals, too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when they signed up to our registry, what was their experience? I mean, did they – because we have a lot of drop-down menus so that when people build their profile pages on our registry, we try to have everything in drop-down menus so they don't have to do a lot of typing. So we try to – like for chiropractors, we put in all the chiropractic schools in the United States so they can just go and select it and, and populate their profile pages. So we did a lot of beta testing and we gave a lot of free memberships away um, to professionals in all the different industries so that we can get feedback um, mm -hmm. on how they felt about, you know, building their page on here. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. And I'd love to learn a little bit more about also the process when you say that the uh, professional network is invite only, correct? Is that still the case? Um, yes, it's mostly by invitation and we work with 50 education companies and that, that's always growing uh, and about a hundred businesses and it's we reach out through them mm -hmm. uh, to their professionals that you know get educated by their products services and these are companies that we you know trust they have high-end uh, educated professional shopping you know buying you know using their stuff and mm -hmm. taking their courses and it's through there. So we've grown this organically. We've never put a, you know, ad in a magazine or 
that's, that's how we've grown it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing how well you guys have done that. And I, you know, kudos to you for sure for for realizing that you can plug into those networks. And also, I mean, that's where I guess the the volunteer bit comes in handy, right? Because I'm sure there's a lot of hours of of people who are donating their time, reaching out to those organizations and and helping to to fill your database there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hundreds and hundreds. I always thought it'd be fun to have a, a website page and list the name of everybody who's volunteered over the past four years. Yeah. And I know it would be thousands of people and companies. Um, and that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Just like a real-time tracker of volunteer hours. I could just see the numbers flying yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That is too cool. So it's what's another thing that's kind of amazing to me. Did did you really feel like there was a medical fitness industry before you started this that was kind of underground? Or do you feel like, you know, with that name, you've kind of created something like your own sort of industry within um, healthcare and fitness here? You know what? I, you know, from what I've learned, I, I thought there was one, but no, I'm creating it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I, I my perspective was that. too. <laughs> I had no idea that I was going to face that hurdle too because, you know, supposedly the fitness industry has about 500,000 professionals. That's what I've heard. And, you know, I don't know what, what's true or not, but um, I'm learning that a lot of them, you know, have not even taken courses on, I'll, I'll use the word special populations, mm -hmm. uh, or even knew that there was a market. Um, and they should add that to their uh, resume because, you know, one thing I say that I've been a mentor for trainers for the past uh, 20 years. And through uh, world instructor training schools, and you have to realize that people that can afford personal training are usually people in their fifties or above, because you're a car payment to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and those people that can afford your services, uh, trust me, they have had you know uh, cardiovascular disease, they have arthritis, they've had you know knee replacement, they're deconditioned, and so the real the real market for education in the fitness industry is to learn how to work with our aging population. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the new medical fitness, if you will. You know, I was afraid to use medical fitness because I didn't know if trainers would think that they're working with people in hospitals in wheelchairs. Yeah. And, and, and that's not the case. It's just, you know, I think you asked me to, you know, define, you know, what is medical fitness and, and, and what uh, Dr. David Cruz, who's our chief medical officer, you know, kind of defined it, it's, it's you know, professionals that help make the transition from medical management um, or physical therapy, um, you know, following an injury, a medical diagnosis, a pre-existing condition, to activities of daily living. Yeah. And um, these people are skilled to work in, you know, every area because, you know, someone's not just a cancer survivor. Uh, someone's not just, I think I told you I talked to the National Federation of the Blind. They're not just blind. They could be blind and a cancer survivor and they're pre-diabetic. And, you know, so no one's one thing. Right. And so a medical, uh, those that do medical fitness really need to be skilled to take on a person as a whole and, um, and be able to grow with them because they can get diagnosed with stuff. Uh, along the way and you need to know how to deal with that to be a, a great trainer. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, just from my perspective and I have a, a marketing background, that's most of what I do um, with nudge and most of how I spend my time when I'm talking to, 
to trainers, to fitness professionals, even to healthcare professionals is about the value of being able to serve a niche well. And I think what you're doing is actually opening up a door to, to show the value of that even more so and making it actually easier to accomplish by getting involved in these kind of networks. Um, just plugging into your database and having the ability to get referrals is a huge advantage to, to fitness professionals. So I hope they're hearing this. Um, I'm curious, you, this price point is kind of like it's, to me, it's, it's like, oh, $100 a year, right? Is that, that the starting point for professionals? Well, this year we're retailing at $149, and there's a lot of 20% discounts everywhere. So to, to get in this year, it's $119 if you get a code, if you're invited. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, organically, people are finding us and paying the retail $149. But, you know, not only do you get a, a page on this registry, which really um, helps with your credibility, and your online exposure. I mean, we have a, we created these little graphics that, you know, people can put in their email, you know, find me on the medical fitness network, or they can put on their website, you know, find me on the medical fitness network. That lends credibility to them as a professional, you know, in their area. But also too, with these, you know, hundreds of companies that we partner with, these professionals have access to um, large discounts on, you know, more education, um, services, products, and one of the cool things that we have done with this project is that we accept no advertising money. I know we're crazy. Mm -hmm. and, no and no affiliates programs. We ask the people that join this project give big discounts to um, the professionals um, as a benefit of membership to offset the 120 bucks they pay. Yeah. Um, that we asked all those people to help promote it. So that, that's kind of the deal. And, and something cool that we started last year, and you guys are getting involved with us this year, are our educational webinar series. Yes, we're very excited about that. I can tell you that. Yeah, and you, you guys are actually going to be, uh, whatever, co-hosting co or presenting a couple. So that will be fun. And, you know, these webinars are um, free to our members. And we have 21 uh, presenters this year. And what's really cool about these is they're – very well known in the fitness or whatever industry they're in. And they're uh, people that you would go and pay and speak, mm -hmm. uh, to hear speak. And they're doing that for free for the members. And if you're not a member, it's $9.95 to listen to them. It's not a lot of money. Um, and it goes to our um, foundation. And um, we're going to be offering uh, CECs on these webinars. So mm -hmm. if someone you know, watched all 21, they'd get 20 hours of continued ed, and they're on great topics working with people with autism, diabetes, um, cardiovascular disease, stroke, um, osteoporosis. I'm excited to listen to my own webinar series because it's going to be so cool. <laughs> That's how you know you're on to something, I think, Lisa. So, uh, and I've talked to you, I'm glad I got to introduce you to Dr. Steve Firemilk, who we've done a lot of work with over here. Um, and I'm sure you guys had a great conversation, but you know, the, I think of the work that he's doing and I haven't always had a name for it when I was thinking about it. Um, he, for anyone who hasn't heard his story really, um, works in a, a concierge cardiology practice that his wife is the physician for. She was one of the top kind of concierge cardiologists in the country out there in, uh, the Phoenix Scottsdale, um, Arizona area. And he runs basically the lifestyle program. Uh, it's basically a lifestyle medicine program for all the members of their practice. And he is kind of the case in point of the type of person who, you know, 
who's been kind of bridging this gap for years, but this needs to be out there more. And he's been kind of every other time I have a conversation with him, he's on a stump talking about why is this not getting pushed more? How can I get the word out more? And he's one of those people like you talked about that gets paid to speak in, in different places, but you know, he's felt helpless. I know at times because he's just one man out there saying we need to do something about this follow-up piece, about the fitness piece, about the lifestyle piece. And he feels like he's, he's preaching to the choir, but no one's taking any action. So um, I know I had a quick email exchange with him earlier and he was incredibly excited to have been introduced to you. And I think that speaks to kind of the power of what you're doing and that there's so much momentum there, but it's only just getting started. I think you guys are ready to grow big time. Oh, I, I totally agree. I feel like this year is really going to be a breakthrough year and um, we're looking at to maybe get some corporate sponsors. I don't know if you guys know, but Polar was our, uh, was a corporate sponsor for us last year. And we never even thought about having paid advertising on our website. Yeah. Um, but they read about uh, us in the Huffington Post and <laughs> they reached out to us. Yeah. Which was cool. And they said, okay, we went in you know, have you guys ever had a corporate sponsor before? And I'm no. <laughs> and um, so the, the money that they gave us to advertise on our website, we turned around and we sponsored a hundred trainers uh, who had education in one of the d conditions we sponsored to a one year membership. And we said it was from Polar. Yeah. And Polar really dug that. I mean, they, they didn't care about Google analytics or our site or anything. They just wanted in. They wanted to help grow this registry and be a part of it. And I would love to find more corporate sponsors out there like Polar that really want to get behind this and help this project grow. Um, and grow. it's going to grow. Yeah. Nothing's going to hold us back. But we'd love to get there faster. Yeah. Well, our corporate partners out there, I hope you heard that message. Um, I'm, I'm sure you'll have some people calling you pretty soon here, Lisa. But um, well, I, I really appreciate your time again. This has been a real pleasure already. And I want to get just last couple of questions in before we call it a day. Um, you guys have done so much already. What I mean, you, you've built this database, you're connecting people, you're creating a, a marketplace for fitness for those who really need it, right? Um, what kind of steps can you take in the future? What's next for the medical fitness network from here? Do you think? Um, I would like to see, you know, people like Mayo Clinic, uh, for example, t uh, telling their 2,600 doctors to um, refer to our registry um, for massage therapy, acupuncture, Absolutely. because again, we'll fly and then they go back home. And I would love to make our website um, or have someone sponsor where we have like a patient portal where doctors can message our members and say, you know, I'm releasing, you know, Becky from physical therapy. She's had knee replacement. She's a cancer survivor. She had radiate and talk to our members through like a HIPAA secured portal and um, have doctors be able to do exercise prescriptions and give them to our members confidentially. And our members to report back after working with their patients, you know, you know, whatever uh, improvements. Mm -hmm. uh, I would see our website go to that level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're all looking forward to it for sure and rooting for you over here. So um, last thing, where can people go to, to learn more about Medical Fitness Network? Uh, well, there you go. Medicalfitnessnetwork.org is our website. And um, if you're a professional, do backslash welcome. And that's our welcome page that tells you about all the benefits I just mentioned and uh, the uh, sign up for our um, uh, listing on our website. 
And I think you guys have your own uh, code that um, that Diana gave you, and I think it's probably like nudge save twenty. I believe that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, again, your members are through invitation only, and they would do nudge save twenty save twenty percent, and go to medicalfitnessnetwork.org uh, backslash welcome, and you know sign up today. It's not a lot of money, and all the benefits offset the, the cost of that, uh, you know, the charge. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Lisa. And I will make sure I post that code in the show notes just in case we got that wrong off the top of our heads there. Um, but everybody out there, go check out the Medical Fitness Network, see what they're doing. It's really powerful stuff. And big thanks to Lisa Doherty for hanging out with us today. Um, and last thing, why don't you go and subscribe and rate the Scale Well podcast. We'd really like to hear more from more of you, hear how we're doing, um, and we're looking forward to getting more out there for you. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you soon.